0: is the Steelers Blitz with Wesley Euler and Arthur Motes on your 24-7 home of the black and gold, SNR. Yes, indeed. Yes, indeed. Motes and Euler. You know it's no Euler and Motes on a Tuesday. Remix. It's a Motes host Tuesday. Play a player. Play a player. This is what we do on SNR, doing what we do best, chopping it up, man, talking about some ball, and, um, if it's okay with you, you want to start our rankings? Because or, or do, yeah. I, I don't know if we got any of that just yet, right?
1: Um, what depends. We did uh, we did get some tweets about, like, opt-out guys and stuff oh, okay. like that. Well, do you want to get to that? Or let's address that first, first. We'll address that first because okay. that's obviously what we had ended on. Sure, sure. Um, Brian from Washington. Shout out to Brian. Uh, our Pacific Northwest Yenzer says, uh, When it comes to players who opted out and ones that did not, I don't care. Pick the best player available that you think can help you win now. Wow. I think that will be the sentiment for most, right? Did he play? Did he not play? Who do you think is the best? Who do you think that can help you the most right now? Take that guy, right? I, I that, think that's that, probably that the sentiment. that makes the
0: most those. sense to me, man. I yeah. feel like if if you're trying to really go that route of, hey man, you ain't play this year. Nope, I ain't
1: taking you. I feel like you're you're being a little too too hard. Correct. Correct. I, I and especially what? So what's that mean? You're not. No one's gonna take Jamar Chase. No one's gonna take Penay Sewell like two guys that could be gold jacket guys one day we're not gonna take them we're not gonna take them because they opted out come on man and and most of the people here are agreeing with us mozi don juan says i'm with you guys when it comes to the big name guys if they opted out it's no issue for me and you know where he's going with this, too, as he has been for months now. The pick is already in at 24. It's Najee Harris. <laughs> roll, tide, roll. <laughs> I love it, Don Juan. I'm hoping for Don Juan it works out for him because he'll be just the happiest, the happiest guy on planet Earth. Uh, and then Steeler Bomb says, I'm cool with the opt-out guys. Think about how limited the info was on COVID at that time. They were just being safe. You know, can't, can't I knock wonder, somebody for being safe. Now,
0: I do wonder this, though. We saw opt-outs with certain major players, but none played quarterback. Hmm. Now, we know just the speed of the That's game. That's a good point. We understand how difficult the quarterback position is and why we always talk about, man, you need these guys out there. I wonder, would the sentiment be different <laughs> If Trevor Lawrence had opted out, if Justin Fields had opted out, and that was Zach Wilson that opted out, because part of Trey Lance, the knock on him is his lack of football. Right? Right. Was it 17 games that he's played in his collegiate career, Mm -hmm. one full season, and then one game this year? Yep. But he still technically didn't opt
1: out. Right. But if he was viewed as an opt out. No, you're right. Like, uh, you know, it would have been like if Trevor Lawrence would have I mean? it out, it would have been really interesting. Justin Fields, because those were the two yeah. big ones coming into so this So imagine year. you're
0: sitting there and it's like, oh, who do you take at one?
1: Well, <laughs> uh, you know what, though? If different. anybody, if any quarterback, and you're right, like it, it is just the way that we evaluate and talk about quarterbacks, yes. we all know is different. From, they got to be the leader. They got to be the guy. They got to mm-hmm. have charisma, right? All that stuff. I would have been interested to see if we could do, like, an alternate dimension where Trevor Lawrence did opt out, what the messaging, what the narrative would Seriously, be. Seriously, man. Because you couldn't go with the, oh, well, now we know nothing about this kid, you know, because he would have still had two full years as a starter. Yep. mo you know he was a four-year starter in high school. Some- somebody pointed this out Listen, to me. he
0: won the national championship against Bama as a, That's freshman. a freshman. I know. A freshman.
1: A freshman. That, 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 like, what are we talking about like, here? Like, somebody pointed out to me, I forget who it was. If you include his high school career, high school in Clemson. Yeah. He's had over ninety starts at the quarterback position already. Like that's insane. (laughs) I think think he's all right. (laughs) Like that's insane. So a guy like that I think would be different than a Trey Lance or a Mac Jones. Yes. Who, you know what I mean? Like, the tape on them is so limited. Absolutely, man. But it would have been it would have been interesting if it was Trevor Lawrence or Justin Fields just to see what that narrative would have been like. <sighs> unfortunately, we will not know, though. Unfortunately, we will. Well, won't. I don't want to say unfortunately, but we we will never know. Well,
0: no, because if they would have opted out, then that would have made it a little bit less exciting at the collegiate level
1: as well. Absolutely. I mean, both of those guys were in the college football playoff, so... <laughs> Which I'm, is, what do they call that?
0: The duality? The duality of man? Yeah, I mean, because... You know, part of me would like to have had them opt out for this conversation, but the other part is like, nah, I need y'all to play for my selfish, you know, pleasure. Oh. So it is what it is, my fella. But if you are ready, um, one one more tweet here. I I was say, you ready to give me another one? Like, yeah.
1: Because I I, this one we we got we got some time to kick this one around, and I guess it Uh kind of fits with a little bit of what we were discussing. Uh, with Kevin Colbert and Mike Tom in the last segment as well. Jason, our buddy Jay. What up, dope? In New Hampshire. Um, you're told, a hypothetical for you and Motes, you're told you must trade up to get this person, you know, air quotes, but it can't be a quarterback. Same scenario to trade down to get a person. Who would you want to trade up for or down for specifically? Oh. All right. For me, if
0: somehow, some way, Michael Parsons is out of the top ten. He's oh, in that fifteen yeah, range. I knew that was coming. Hello, sweetheart. I'm coming to get you. <laughs> I need to trade yeah. up to go get that young man.
1: That's you know what? I was thinking Micah Parsons or Zayvon Collins potentially. Yep. Um, so I'll go different from mozi and I will say it's not gonna happen. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's it's it, gouge my eyeballs out if it happens. Not really. But if Panay Sula or Rashawn Slater fell out of the top ten. Yeah. Or, you know, all of a sudden it's pick 10, pick 11, pick 12. The One of those guys that I think mm-hmm. you know, for the next 15 years is going to be one of the best left tackles in football. That'd be that'd be nice for the team this year, and that'd be nice for your next era, for your next quarterback as Absolutely. well, too, to have that guy. In terms of trading down, mozi
0: I already know who I want to do for that, too, man. Running back? No, heck no. No? I'm trading back, and I'm getting Pat Fryman out of Penn State. It's Ooh, no, it's the tight no, end. no debate. Absolutely. You like him, don't you? I love him. Yes. I know people try to sell you on the Tommy Trumbull. Tommy Trumbull's cool. Pat Fryman is nice, nice.
1: He, he's, he, I, I do like me,
0: him. To me, I don't put Kyle Pitts as a tight end because he's, he's oh, a wide receiver. He's a high. That's what he is. He's a, he's just right. a freak. He's just Pat, a freak nation. But Pat is the best tight end in this class. They call him Baby Gronk for a reason. Yep. You watch his game, he can stretch the field. He can actually be an inline tight end. You can move him out there in space, combat catches, everything you want. The only thing I don't like is he's a Penn State guy. <laughs> I mean that's that that's why I got to draw the line but other than they that been I'm like got some good
1: tight ends I'm like Mike Gesicki I mean, pumping out some tight man. ends. And, and yeah. just think like it's a good call by you And, and knowing
0: our tight end situation. We aren't 100% so on Ebron. We know he can catch at times. We know <laughs> when he has the ball he can do some special things, Correct. but the problem is the consistency. We obviously know that blocking is not a part of, you know, what he wants to do. But a guy like Pat, and I'm not even saying do that to release Ebron. I'm saying you do that and pair him with Ebron at least for that first year so he doesn't have the pressure of having to be the guy guy, but he gets the chance to obviously play a pivotal role in this offense. And then after that, contract situations are what they are. Ebron eases on out a year later. Now you got your stud tight in for the next 10 years, the new Heath Miller for us. But that's just wishful thinking.
1: But that's just wishful thinking. Yeah, no, you know what? That's a great call by you. That that would be a good one. I, yeah, I would I would greatly enjoy that. I dig it. It'll I dig nice. it. All right. Uh, wait, no, real quick, because they um, they did talk about this yesterday. Kevin Uh-oh. Colbert saying that very very unlikely that they would trade up because yeah. they only have eight picks and they very don't want to uh, yeah. lose any any less. He did say though, if there was nobody there at twenty four, that they would trade down. I would like that. I would too, honestly. If like if, if a few of the guys that we have talked about aren't there, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? I, I wouldn't hate that either. Is that a legitimate thing though, or do you think that's another one of those messaging things to put out there in the in the in the draft well, sphere?
0: I've talked about this before, it makes perfect sense. But my problem is historically, when have we seen them do this?
1: Not very often. So that's my problem. Yeah. I think only once in his Steelers' tenure is Kevin Colbert traded down out of the first round. I believe. Only one. Time. I don't think it was out of the first was round. Was it not out though. of the first I round? I thought he just traded down. I don't okay. think he traded you out might of the first be, round. You might be right. Yeah. So
0: that's my thing. I'm just kind of like, I personally just don't see that happening. We know who they are.
1: <laughs> nah, I, I, I think you're right. I think you're right. Okay, wait. I got it right here. Updated history of Kevin Colbert trading during drafts. Um,. 2001 he traded down in the first round ha ha from pick 16 to 19 yes still in the first so just a few picks yeah uh santana moss ended up going 16th mm-hmm. um they took the casey hampton at 19 right did, so yeah
0: they've never traded out of the first round
1: though never com- yeah 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 not, that's what we're saying they never traded out of out. it right? yes yes co- yeah. not completely out um Let's see. First round here, too. Uh, 2003, they traded up in the first round from pick 27 to pick 16 to get a guy you might have heard of him, Troy Palamalu. I tell you what, every time the Steelers have done this, it's worked out pretty well for both teams. I mean, Santana Moss, Casey Hampton, mm-hmm. both really good. Troy Polamalu, it was Larry Johnson who ended up going to the Chiefs. Mm-hmm. They're working okay. out pretty well for both teams whenever the Steelers Ooh. do this. I was gonna say shout out to Larry, but now we ain't we're gonna leave him alone right <laughs> now. <laughs> Let's see first round here. To, um the Steelers traded up in the first round of 2006, 32 to 25, to nabagai a guy Santonio Holmes, mm-hmm. future Super Bowl MVP. A uh, no big deal here. They've again they've they've moved up and back and stuff like that in the second and the third and the fourth rounds, but that's it, Motzi for first round history. So. Until Other than Devin Bush, right? Which we we all know going up to get Devin Bush in 2019. Before that, the last time they made a first-round move in either direction was 2006. So only once in the last 15 years. So forgive me for feeling like even though it would make a lot of sense, I just don't feel like they're moving, man. Yeah, I think it would be more likely for them to move up from 55. I agree. Maybe into like the 40s. I agree. Which I would love
0: to do as well because if you do that, Running backs in play, you, but also yep. potentially that tight end.
1: I was mm-hmm. just talking about is in play. No, I agree with you. I, some, I some would of these corners, corners,
0: some of these corners oh, gonna Muncie, be in play.
1: I, I love draft week, man. I love draft. It's real quick, real shiny silver object oh, for yeah. you. Somebody asked me this yesterday on, on nine seventy. Biggest brands in American sports, right? Super Bowl is one, mm-hmm. World Series is two. Yes. And then I honestly think, starting at three, I think it's it's a toss up to me between the NFL draft and WrestleMania. <sighs> Biggest, most recognized American sports brands, tournaments, Super Bowl one for sure. I think World Series two for sure. And then I think you could start to argue the NFL draft at three. I really do. See, but you're throwing
0: me off when you you go from like an actual competition event to like an actual like, that's more like
1: a show you it's know true what I mean? yeah it's not an athletic event you know what i mean yeah that's, that's the why part like sports brand you know what i mean yeah i mean yeah you it's, can it's, make the it's, case it's for top it. five for sure yeah it's, i mean it's, it's definitely top five in there. for sure i love yeah, it yeah
0: because i'm like you can't really throw like nba finals even though it's a major deal because it's like multiple days same with the stanley cup but that's what i kind of like it i don't know it's kind of a, I know, it's a weird question
1: but it's i mean the nfl yeah. draft is one of the
0: Oh, no, biggest it's huge. The biggest sporting Absolutely. event, the like sport
1: yeah. events in, in this country. Um, and with that, Motsi, can you talk a little safety? I mean, I'm down if you're down. <laughs> Listen, I'm I'm game for whatever, baby. All right, well,
0: shoot, man. You go first. You, you... <gasps> but you remember how to do this, though, right? Five? You... you sure? And you then remember? down to one? No, 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 no.
1: Oh, sorry, five. I go five, oh, you go there, five. There, there and and go. Yeah, I go four, That's right, that's right. That's right.
0: Because you just want to just drop all yours, and I'm going to drop all mine, and then we over here just talking all over the place. You know what I mean? Let, let, let's give each player.
1: Do okay, number five on my list of safeties. Yes. I feel like they, they had a really good secondary this past year. Uh, Richie Grant out of the University of Central Florida. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Are they the Knights or the Golden Knights? I think they're the Golden Knights. Or is that, I'm thinking the Vegas hockey team. No, Maybe you're the, right. Vegas is the go-to-nights. They go They're just They're the nights. regular nights. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. you're absolutely right. I'm like, Whoa, uh, is that the go-to-nights? Motes, all that stuff that we talked about in terms of like opt-out guys and experience yeah. and everything. Richie Grant is one of those guys. You got no problem finding tape on this guy. He played over 2,600 snaps in his A career at Central Florida. A lot of Florida. plays. Over 2,600 snaps at the safety position for UCF. That's crazy. Really good in run support. Um He's an experienced guy. He's one of those guys who, you know, I think there's two different types of prospects a lot of times in the draft. Guys that you think can, can come in and plug and play right mm-hmm. away. Guys that you look at and you say, hey, he's a prospect, but he needs a little bit of polishing. You know, Richie Grant doesn't maybe have the crazy ceiling that some of these guys have, but I think he's ready to be effective Right away, Moti. I mean, almost twenty seven hundred career snaps in college at safety. Really good in run support. I like this guy. Richie Grant's number five for me. Yeah, without a doubt, he could definitely ball. Rangy cat. Yes, yes, yes. I like him a lot, actually.
0: But uh, for me, man, at number five, I went with uh, some guy at a TCU named Darius Washington. Now he's a small guy, 5'8, 178, but he's a legit free safety, can fly. I mean, I love his ball skills, I love his coverage ability. To me, I think that he has the best coverage ability from the safety group, and largely it's because of his size. Oh, yeah. Him being undersized the way he is, I mean, he's built more like a corner, honestly. I mean, he's like 170, yes, 180, yeah. tops. You Tiny know what I mean? Dude. But that's what makes him such an elite cover guy from the free safety position. His ability to go sideline to sideline and just ultimately keep a blanket on the defense is at a premium. You need those type of guys. You do. But as a whole, if he was a little bit bigger, he would be a little bit higher on my list. But he's very, like I said, he's a smaller guy. And that's also why I have him at five. But I love his game, though, man. I do, too. He's number. Yeah. He
1: was my first one out on my list. Some of the stuff you just touched on. And I think, too, we'll see who we both have, number one. But there was another really good safety at TCU yeah. that I think he played off of a little bit. But I'm with you. Adarius Washington, Really good in coverage. Um, I think he's going to play on Sundays for a long time. Number four for me is Javon Holland out of Oregon. Um, him and Richie were, were close to me, uh, but I went Richie Grant 5, Javon Holland 4, um, a versatile guy. Started uh, at safety in 2018, was a slot corner in 2019. He's been all over the place. Really good in coverage. Um, had almost a 90 percent grade in coverage from pro football focus as a true freshman got better as a sophomore uh combined in just two years um because he was another one of these opt-out Pac-12 guys last year right Motsi who they only had like a five or six game season a lot of Pac-12 guys opted out um but in just two seasons he had a combined 20 interceptions and PBUs versatile and I think really just scratching the surface from a football IQ standpoint I like Javon Holland. He's number four for me.
0: Yeah, Holland's a, a very intriguing player, man. I see some people have him rated ahead of uh, the kid, the other kid from TCU. Was it yeah. Mo uh, Moerig, right? Moe yeah. But then I see somewhere he's not even listed as a top ten guy. I'm just right. like, this is wacky. This is crazy. With the
1: opt-outs, man, it's, yeah. it's going to be bizarre this year.
0: Without a doubt, man. But for me at number four, I went with Elijah Molden, man, out of uh, Washington. Mm-hmm. Now, he's a unique player as well because he plays free safety, but he also plays nickel he's built more like a free safety but he's extremely productive around really the line good of scrimmage nickel, yeah. like he he he's one of those guys where i feel like if you were the Pittsburgh Steelers for example and you said i really like this guy but we obviously have two guys that we're very confident with at safety. You play him at nickel early on that first year or two. 100 Until you need to wait for that 100%. safe position to open up. Or you could play it vice versa. You know what I mean? 100%. Like He's that type of guy. He's that's, that versus how. That's like how, we
1: talk about, right, the, the 47 helmets yes. being 53 positions. Absolutely. That's what this guy
0: brings to the yep. table. You have full confidence and flexibility that he can be your starter at free safety or he can be your starter at nickel, and he's going to give you high-level play. I mean, he's a scrappy dude. He could cover. I mean, he does what you want at both of those positions. That's what makes him so intriguing to me. But that's ultimately I have him at number four. I like him a lot, man.
1: I do too. I, like I do too. He's coming up on my list. Uh, but at number three, Arthur Motes. I've got Jamar Johnson out of Indiana.
0: Mm, he's he's a, another intriguing he's a, guy. And he's man. a guy
1: that it's 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 a lot of good and 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 certainly plenty of concern as well too. Um, his, his high-end plays, like, right, if you just watch a five, six-minute highlight tape of his, oh. you'd be like, it's a, right. it's a number one safety in the All class. All right, right. Uh, but if you watch that low-light tape, he's ah. not great in coverage. He is not great in coverage. Mozi. that's so underwhelming. He's also not a great tackler either. Uh, oh, 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 say it again. He's not a what? Well, actually. He, he I might was say, be is a, that, is might that, might that how be you a, want to say that? He might even be a liability as a tackler.
0: Because it's certain people that I refer
1: to as not being good tacklers. And liabilities. But 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 I d I haven't seen it like this. This this is yeah. Motes according to uh one scout, he yeah, missed man. on almost forty percent of his tackle attempts. No, seriously, he had uh oh my goodness, it was like I think they say he had
0: 49 missed. It was like something ridiculous in terms of missed tackles. I'm just sitting here like, how do you miss that many tackles without it being intentional? Like, I I refuse to believe that you missed just forty something tackles mm-hmm. in
1: a season. Mm-hmm. And you weren't doing it intentionally. How? I, how? Right. Uh, otherwise, like, why are you on the field? Mm-hmm. And not only is he missing tackles when he's in the right place, they're breaking him half the time anyway.
0: And, and it's like, you're the last line of defense. You're the safety. Correct. That's so, a pivotal tackling position. That's, that's Listen, one of the biggest reasons why a lot of us former players are still and have always been high on Terrell Edmonds mm-hmm. compared to the fans' perspective is because of how great of a tackler he is. 100-plus tackler every season. Every year. Short tackler. Yep. You might be able to find five to six missed tackles from him, and that's high end for him. But you need a guy like that because that's Absolutely. the difference between a six-yard game and a 60-yard game. Mm-hmm. So even though we all love Mink and we all love his coverage ability,
1: without the Edmonds tackling, exactly. this defense is drastically different. Exactly. And, and Jamar Johnson reminds me a little of Minka yes. in that regard, yes. but he's not the ball hawk that Minka exactly. is. Exactly. So with Minka, it's like, well, he you, makes up
0: you excel in yes. this, and even though you might not be the best at this, you're at least going to hit the guy.
1: It's kind of like, you know what Minka, Minka was? It's like Phil Kessel. Yeah. Yes. Hey, hey, you might not play the best defense in your own but, zone, but we know you're going to score. score a bunch of goals, yes. so, so we'll take it.
0: Absolutely. Y- y- you're Jamar, right. Jamar, you can't be average in the takeaway area Correct. or the ball hawking area. Correct. And then just a liability in the tackling area. Correct. It can't be both ways. That's what worries so me. So even though Edmonds might not be the best from a combat catch or a point of attack standpoint when the ball is in the air, right, he excels at tackling. Mm-hmm. Excels at it. Mm-hmm. And you need those guys, man.
1: That's what worries me about Jamar Johnson. He has seven interceptions over the last two years. Woo! So so, so he, made right. some, he made some plays, but – Motsi, yeah. he is a liability in in, in the run game. He's got to be a true center fielder uh, with an Edmonds type next to him.
0: Makes me nervous. Makes me nervous. I don't like it.
1: <laughs> Who you got at number three? At number three,
0: man, I got a guy that you already mentioned, uh, Richie Grant out of UCF, man. I just I enjoy his game, man. You said, free safety. But, dude, when you watch him blitz, mm-hmm. I said, man, it's certain safeties.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: When they blitz, they're just going through the assignment check. All right, run up the field. So they'll just run four yards up field as fast as they can, but they're not trying to tackle anybody. They're not trying to get to the court. They're not trying to work a move.
1: They're just trying to occupy a lane, right? right? Or, or it
0: says, hey, you got to go to the B-gap. And he's like, all right, how can I get to the B-gap without getting killed? All right, let me just try to do this here, you know, as easy as possible. I'm not really trying to make anything happen. But then you watch Richie blitz. And Richie, he blitz like Mike kill he, he, he <laughs> yes. blitzed like, yo, all right, I'm about to go knock somebody's head off yep. real quick. Yep. <laughs> they don't see me. And I love that energy from my smaller blitzers yeah. because us outside linebackers and inside linebackers, when we blitz, that's our mentality. I'm about to smack Absolutely. somebody in the face. Out of hell, They're right? not going to see me. Yep. But then you get these little guys and you're like, bro, why don't y'all run like that because they really don't see y'all. But you watch Richie when he blitzes? <laughs> Richie running that thing like. Yeah, yeah, yeah! I'm yes. going. Somebody going to remember me today, and I just love that about him. I love game.
1: that he, he's got that. Yeah. I'll break my face to make yes. a play mentality. Yes,
0: I, I want safeties that don't and care about their body.
1: <laughs> just reckless. Think about Troy. Troy
0: didn't care about his body. Reckless Troy was going to put it all on the line, yep. man. Even Mike Mitch, man. I, I would get. We get on Mitch playing time. You Mitch, bro, at, your you body is you broken down care about his going body. Out your body broke down, man. No, I don't care. I'm going. I'm, I'm going to throw it all in here. Yep. Lord, Arie hey, definitely ain't care. I mean. That, that's the type of safety I want. Bob da- Sanders. Dante Whitney. He was another Dante one I had. He was like, oh, yeah, you trying to knock out Steve, him and whoever else around you. <laughs> right. Like, I,
1: I need those type of safeties. Yeah, I agree yeah. 100%. And he is, he's that nasty dude. Yes,
0: indeed, uh, man. see
1: number two for me is a guy that you mentioned. I believe he was number four on yours. Uh, Elijah Molden out yeah. Yeah, of Washington. Yeah, absolutely. And maybe I think you probably did a better job. I, I can preface this. I can be self-aware here. I think part of the reason why I have him two on my big board is because I think he's the best slot corner in this class. Yes, yes. And now this is absolutely. a this is a safety evaluation,
0: but it speaks volumes that if he, I'm looking at him as a safety, I still have him up here.
1: I, I I think so. You know, he 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 was really good in the slot. They moved him to safety, and and he, I mean, he took a fraction of a step. I mean, yeah. like he still. Really good. He is a little undersized, I think, to stay outside. Mm-hmm. But he's another one of those physical tackle tacklers. Yeah. Like doesn't shy away. You could tell that he played in the slot before he moved back. Very true. Doesn't shy away from the physicality.
0: Because it's a different style of tackling when you're playing in the slot
1: versus when 100%. you're playing in safety. 100%.
0: At safety is more we're in the alley. It's more I got to
1: time this thing up. I, I got to trip you up. Right, you right. Up. Because
0: yeah. you know he's going to be having a full head of steam in this one-on-one right here, right now. When you're playing in the slot, it looks more like outside linebacker. More so, you're taking on big linemen. Now you got to figure like phone out, booth. right? You got to figure out your run fit, which is why we talk about run fit so much mm-hmm. in the front seven because it's like a puzzle. Mm-hmm. We all got to know where we're fitting at safety. Man, the only time you need to worry about a run fit is when you're the down safety in the box in cover three. And even with that, you always know, hey, everything is getting filled. Gonna, they're going to send everything yes. back to me. Yes. They're going to hammer because I'm the guy that they can't account for. That's why we would always joke with Butts in his defense. Whoever the weak safety is or the backside seam flat defender, they're always going to be unblocked. That's just how a defense is set up. You always love that. That's why they get, you know, the 100-plus tackles if they can tackle. Correct. Because everything is going your way. Everything does. So that's the difference when you're playing in that nickel versus when you're back there at safety. But you're right, man. You watch his game, you can see
1: he understands it. And he's comfortable with it. that's why I love it. He absolutely is. Uh, Motsi last year in four games he had 26 tackles in four games 26 tackles at the safety position Dude, 2019 he had s- he had 66 tackles that is cooking. in 2019 despite playing most of his snaps in coverage I like that's how his skill set he yes. he's getting a little coaching and polishing in terms of the yeah. direction that they're gonna move him but his skill set I think translates really well to the to this yes level. indeed
0: man now for me at number two I have a guy that's very intriguing. But he's similar to uh to Caleb right now, man. Uh, I'm talking about Andre Cisco out of Syracuse.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: When healthy, you can make the case that he's the best safety on the board. I would agree. Problem is, he's coming off of something unfortunate, kind of like Caleb Fairley in the corner. That, that's what I was saying. Yeah, that's what I say. Caleb, very yeah. similar. Absolutely. Oh,
1: look, okay. yeah, 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 yeah. That's Did what I say. say he's kind of like yeah, Caleb. Yeah.
0: yeah, because Caleb the back injury. So you have your questions around him now. With Andre, it was the ACL. Now, granted, ACLs are viewed a little bit differently now. Absolutely. But it's always the timing of it. All right, well, how far along are you in the recovery?
1: Did it happen at the beginning of the season, exactly. end of the season? you know what I mean?
0: So yeah. that's the part that makes it different. But when this guy is healthy, man, he is a absolute stud. He could play free safety. He could play strong. I love him as a strong safety. But like I said, he could play either or. Super rangy, a ball hawker, tackle with the best of them, and a playmaker. Like, I like guys that they're not – satisfied with just making a tackle. They're not satisfied Correct. with just a PBU. They're trying to force fumbles to get interceptions. And then when they get the ball, they're not just satisfied with getting the ball and going down. They are trying to make something shake. They trying to show that they got skills when they on the dark side as well. And that's how Andre plays the game when healthy. So, I don't care about the ACL like that. I feel like, man, ACLs are the new sprained ankles. You'll be all right. You'll be fine. It, it, Achilles, I, I'm shy. I shy away from Achilles now. That's a little different. That Achilles is how ACLs review about ten years ago, <laughs> but now it's like, man, you'll be fine. You can recover from that. So that's why I have Andre Cisco at number two, I and like uh, I would say we probably got the same number one, but I don't even know because our list
1: have been kind of crazy right now. Our list have been kind of crazy, but I I think we have, uh, I think we got the same number one. So you got Hamza uh, Nizraildeen out of Florida State. <laughs> I got missed a big twelve. Hey. Trayvon Morig. Um You're probably real familiar with him, huh? Yeah. Oh, you know, you know what? This past year W V had their way with TCU pretty pretty well, but he he's he's a good player. Um no ears. Go ears, baby. He's got ideal size, mozi Six foot two. You know, kind of oh, yeah. his running mate, whose name is escaping me right now. Adarius. Uh, Adarius Washington. Adarius yeah, Washington, yeah. He's kind of the opposite of him in that regard.
0: Very much. One um, is 5'8", 178. One is 6'2", six, six, two, two, 200. Two, yeah. yeah, 202. 205, 202. Right,
1: right, right. Um, <laughs> he's got the size. He's got the physicality. He's got the ball hawking skills. Yeah. Maybe um, compared to some of the number one overall safeties that we've seen as of late, I don't know if he's quite to that pedigree. Although, last year, I mean, it was Grant Delpit last year. But so I remember, Grant it, got hurt, though. That is true. That Blue, is true. Hey. Yeah, he was Achilles, too, wasn't he? Yeah. Yeah. Like, it feels like it's been a few years since yeah. we've had the dynamite, like, surefire top yeah. 15 well, safety Well, with Grant, kind Yes, that was
0: always a knock with Grant. It's like you can cover, but you can't tackle.
1: Exactly. Um, but I like Trayvon Moats. Morig- I think he is. I think he's a surefire first round draft yeah. pick, and I think he's he's gonna be a very nice player for for a decade in the NFL. Yeah,
0: I agree, man. I have uh, Trayvon at number one as well, man. Definitely the free safety that you need. Rangy, ball hawker playmaker and yeah, like I said he could tackle and for me I just love his size that's the big yes. difference man you're not gonna find I mean outside of Hamza that's what I was joking about him out of Florida State you're not gonna find another big safety that's moving the way that he is moving now Hamza's built more like Cam Chancellor just like a little bit slimmer you know what I mean that not as muscular but I like that comment. yeah you, you don't really see a lot of big safeties are moving the way that Trayvon is doing it man but the thing that I did find intriguing a little bit um When we're talking about just the safety classes and stuff like that, how Grant Delpit, he was the first safety off the board a year ago. And we talked about his lack of tackling ability. But I felt like he still tackled a lot better.
1: Than a lot of these guys? Than a
0: lot of these That's the part I'm
1: just kind of like. You know what the big knock on Delpit, though, too, was from a lot of people was, well, look how good his team was around him. True. But But still. But still. I know. I I really liked Delpit. I did. I did too. I, I thought he was going to be a and he could still could be a very nice player.
0: Yes, indeed. But like that's the thing that I'm just kind of like. We talk about some of these guys on this list and they're attack. I'm like,
1: man, Grant won't bad. No. Grant hey. Grant would be number one on this list.
0: I agree. Yes. Right? yes. Okay.
1: Uh, he he might be a first round pick if he if, he I, came was out, ma- if I was I was making sure he was on the same page. Yeah, yeah. Okay. For sure. For sure. For sure. So. Now
0: that we're on the same page, I like that. And like I said, if you dropped your top five uh safeties, yep. we'll definitely read that when we come back from the yep. break. But then we're also going to be doing our top five wide receivers oh, as yeah. well. You're getting a little dual, a little combo action Offense, on this defense. on this penultimate show before the NFL draft starts. So make sure you get those in, man. At Wesley Euler. the good there. At Debody52. Debody. That's the every every reverse on Stillination Radio. And this is Motz and Euler. See you in a second.